Hey, Brad. Uh, what's up, Isaac? Been keeping up with your cardio? Uh, uh, no, I haven't, unfortunately. Well, I have, and I got the times to prove it. Let's get into it. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Super Soul Bros. This has been a very... Also, sorry for being sassy, but I earned it. <laughs> yeah, he earned it. It has been a very long week. Uh, there was a lot going on in the world. Obviously, the presidential elections. We are not going to be talking about that. Um, but it's, I'll, I'll it's... tell you one thing, Brad. Brad. Yeah, yeah. It's been a long week. It is really cold right now, and this is my one day off, so... Yeah. I'm day drinking for this. Yeah. <laughs> So for once, Isaac is day drinking, and I am not. This is a parallel universe we have stepped into. And um, it's a great one. <laughs> Actually, so, it is, because I did more cardio than you I did day drinking. Yeah, yeah. So uh, there are a few things that I really do want to talk about. Um, specifically, you are talking about cardio. Um, and I need to get back into my cardio because I have officially started signing up for Spartan races next year. And the first one that I have signed up for right now is in April. Wait, wait where is that? Uh, SoCal, it's a beast, so it's the 21k. Oh, that is, that's gonna be hell on you. You should really focus on your cardio. So I gotta start getting back into cardio, I gotta start getting back into trail running. Trail running's gonna be a main priority for me at this current point in time. Speaking of trail running, we need to get a trail run together. I'm thinking we should do our trail run together before our next episode, uh, maybe the day of or the day after, or, I'm sorry, day of or day before we record. That way we can have some information to talk a little bit about trail running and also that way you can get a little bit more of an idea on what it's going to be like when you actually are able to get into the first spartan race that you're going to be doing uh, again due to covid all of our plans kind of got shot so that said i do think i would have had a good shot i think you you would have done really well like i especially like as of right now if i was if i was where i was then you know i would have oh, of course been fine of course, not fine, we, but I would have made it. And we need do need to talk a little bit about cardio. Um, I I just haven't really been keeping with my cardio. I'm kind of still getting used to this new job I'm in, and trying to figure out good times for me to do cardio has kind of been a little bit hectic for me. Obviously, keeping up with this podcast and the other podcast I'm a part of, um, it's hey, just you have a lot on your plate. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of things going on. Two jobs this editing uh, there's just way too much going on um like, i I'm, really I'm i like i have two jobs you but my are my schedules are much less demanding so i'm free to do more training which is why i'm i'm honestly ahead of you in cardio right now yeah weird to think about yeah really it really is uh, i was gonna do a run today and then i realized i had uh, audio to edit and uh, i had to sit down and do that and then Man, i, got I a texted call. you saying by the way well we haven't recorded yeah. yet <laughs> and then i got a call from uh one of the uh companies that i work with and they needed something taken care of so i had to figure that out just a lot happened today and it got away from me however that it does not mean that i am giving up on cardio as we know kangaroo sensei is always watching is your mustache like a twirled mustache at the end now N no but i can make it a twirled mustache yeah Hello. don't <laughs> me, yeah don't me, hold on there like that is that what you're talking about like yeah it looks like it was twirled oh my god <laughs> <laughs> um, um anyways 
So, uh, but I do, I do really want to talk a little bit about um, cardio with you. Uh, I know we, we cardio tends to be one of the main topics when we talk about fitness, but that's because it's something that both of us do quite often. It's something that Isaac, I know that you do it mainly from a weight loss uh, and endurance point of view. I do it mainly for speed and endurance. Um, yeah. I'm, and I'm getting faster though. You are getting much faster. But it's I am working. so I am so proud of you right now, um, and I really think that we do need to do a few runs together coming up very soon. We we definitely need to get back into that, as well as uh, the effects of cardio uh, when it comes to muscle building. Now, Isaac, you know me. I always tell you you have to do cardio. Yeah. Um, I really need to find more time and more ways to do my cardio at this point. Now, have you noticed uh, any difference when it comes to doing cardio after a workout or doing cardio in the morning or doing cardio before workouts? Do you see a difference when you do them at different times of the day? Yes, for sure. Like, if it's early in the morning and cool, the run, you can go you can go a lot faster because your body is warming up to deal with the elements outside. Yeah. If it starts to heat up, you do less like you do more poorly because you're burning up as it is so you want to cool down more yeah i also um, feel like doing the cardio following a workout tends to be a faster time for me and i think that's because that i already did a workout i already was warmed up and ready for the cardio session yeah if you're gonna do them back to back i would recommend weightlifting then cardio because yeah. if you if you go the other way around, like people can do that. That's not not invalid. I personally just find it that I'm drained of energy if I do cardio first, and it makes weightlifting a lot harder. Yeah, it's definitely not invalid. It's not unheard of. I know a lot of people who prefer to do their cardio before weightlifting. I totally understand. Um, I prefer to do it after, um, just because the weightlifting to me is kind of like a warm up for my cardio. Leg day is a total shit show when i do that but it's it is what it is I'm now he's not wrong yeah now the most intense part of the cardio though is definitely when we are talking about our trail runs well because you're got elevation and elements to deal with that you just don't have normally yeah that now the difference between trail running and regular running this is just my opinion i could be very wrong hello doggy <laughs> um when it comes to the trail runs, you have the elevation gain, and also you have a different surface that you're running on. That surface can be very slick. Um, it can be dusty, which can prevent grip, uh, thusly why we need trail running shoes, which uh, if you still want my old pair, because I know it fits you, you're more than welcome to buy them for pretty damn cheap. Um, now, the only issue when it comes to trail running is trail running is not always an option. It's, I would say for a lot of people, it's not an option, depending on if you have a trail near where you live. But also, I feel like trail running is easier on your knees. You aren't running on a hard surface, on hard pavement. Yes, of course, no matter what, when you run, your shoes have cushion. But when you're trail running, not only do your shoes have cushion, but because you aren't running on pavement, you have a little bit of extra cushion with it. I don't know. I'm, I'm more used to running on pavement. Just it's, it's sturdier and solid compared to trail running. Because I've slipped on trail runs. You've seen that. I've slipped sometimes. Well, but yes, but also you've never had professional or proper shoes for the trail runs. That is also a factor that should be considered, actually. Yes. I don't think I've ever done a trail run with actual trail runner shoes. 
Well, again, Maybe I degraded it. Who knows? It, yeah, you might be excellent. Um, I really am looking forward to getting back into trail running, uh, especially now that I have my events signed up for. I need to get back into it. I need to get ready. Um, I'm not gonna go into these unprepared. That is a terrible idea. I feel like you'd idea. still do well. You'd just be dead afterward. Like you'd yes. make it. You'd just be. We'd have to like carry you home in a coffin. Yeah. And I also feel like that if we are talking about trail running uh, when it comes to preparing for a Spartan race, there are different factors involved in a Spartan race, obviously. You have the obstacles and everything. And I feel like if you were to do a trail run to prepare for a Spartan race, a great way to do that is by doing a battle miles challenge on your trail run, which I actually have done. I have done a battle miles five mile so I did the five mile trail run while doing the 10 burpees every mile. And it is very intense. Uh, almost exactly like doing a Spartan race. See, I, I, I know that my form for burpees is way better. I, 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 I can... It has definitely improved, yes. They still suck, though. They still are terrible yes. to do. And you know what? And maybe this is something that we should do. Maybe we should sign up for the five mile battle mile and do it together and kind of see how we fare right now. Because obviously... There was the whole issue of not being able to go to the gym. There was a lot of issues with us being able to run because of the smoke that, problem that we had in our area. Now we're talking about weather is changing. Maybe now is a good time to try a five-mile battle-mile challenge. Um, you know, I'd be okay with that. I think we do... I know I'd do it like significantly better than I did. Yeah, sure. I agree. And we but still do need to get... We stu still need to get to the point where one day you're going to be doing the 10-mile battle-miles. Um... That's going to be uh, later on than we initially anticipated. Again, this whole COVID lockdown, the smoke, everything has kind of affected. Time is our relative schedule. for us, okay? So yeah. It's relative for all of us. <laughs> yeah. So that that kind of brings me into the idea of doing calisthenics with cardio. Now, on your run, I know there's a lot of different things that you kind of cross. There's the pull-up bars that you cross by, the planks, the balance areas monkey bars there's a lot of things that you can do on your regular runs have you ever thought about stopping at each of these locations during your runs and doing a set and then continuing your run yes I've have you done it not in recent years like I, I i did use them before like back in middle school when i tried to do some um, daily running but that never stuck yeah but now you have kangaroo sensei breathing down your neck Oh, I do, and he's never, he never lets me stop. No. No stopping. Period. You're not allowed. Not allowed. But, like, I, I don't... If I wasn't going to the gym, I feel like I'd be using them more. But since I, I regularly am able to go to the gym now, I just use it for the run. That's fair. Uh, it's also... I think that that'll be a good starting point for when you... When we're getting ready to do your Spartan race, I think that that is a good thing for you to do to, for yourself. Maybe I'll do it with you a few times. That way you kind of have a good routine going. And because, again, one of the things that you've learned and that I learned a long time ago that you've learned more recent, recently is the structure that you choose helps motivate you to continue to do your workouts. So you got in your structure, you got your motivation and to continue your runs daily, which I'm yeah. so... I am so proud of you for that. Yeah, it's great because it's at this point, it, I know the route, so it's like, it's automatic. I don't even have to think about it. I can just lose myself in it. And that's what I've been doing. Like, 
I think we can both agree this week has been pretty stressful. Yeah. I can say. That's yeah. Like, leading up to and days after the election were pretty stressful. So I would honestly just go for runs just to get away from it. But when you think about it, I use Zombies Run as a app. Yes. So my relaxing place compared to reality is, is in a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> I'm Same. running away Same. from zombies. And to me, that is more relaxing than doom scrolling on, on my feed. I, I agree. And it's Zombies Run is a lot of fun. I, I absolutely love Zombies Run, and I can't wait to uh, get back into my running routine so I can continue using it. Uh, now, do you feel like as you're doing your runs, um, uh, do you feel as if you are challenging yourself on these runs or are you just trying to get a good time on your 5k before you add anything to the runs? I am trying to keep a slow and steady pace, but constant. Like I'm the speed it is improving. But that's because mm -hmm. I'm able to run longer as yes. opposed to faster. So I'm trying to build that up. And on certain days, I have it. Like, when I the fastest time I showed you, mm -hmm. I went early that day, and it was really, really, really cold. So I was freezing and running. So I think that the outside environment helped cool me down, so I was able to run a bit longer. Because remember, the day after that, I did another run, and that was I went later in the day. It was a little bit warmer at the time. And, and your time, time was wasn't as good, like, yes. Uh, yeah, it wasn't as good. Then again, it was like two days apart, so I didn't have much rest. Now, I wonder if there's some science behind this. Maybe something about how when it's cold out, air is denser, therefore you're getting more oxygen as you breathe. Or like if the cold air helps relax the muscles or like improve, you know, pain or something. That's something that I really think that we should kind of look into, maybe discuss one day at length. But, bef you know... There we have so many more topics that we need to get on with. We talked about running quite a bit. Uh, I need to go into what our favorite workout of the week was. So Isaac, what was your favorite workout that you did this week? My favorite was probably the shortest one I did, and that was the only one I could do with you because our schedule is so weird. So we did shoulders. Yes. And like I think I did like I'm I'm closer to your level than I've ever been. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Because yeah. I was only like, what, three pounds below what you were doing? Yeah, so for some of the exercises, you were much closer than on others. Uh, obviously, you know, if you're talking about some of the other exercises, also keep in mind that the as we were doing our shoulders, my, my focus for that day was more focusing on, more focused on form. Now, uh, I've been doing this a lot where one day a week, depending on how my week works out, one of those days is going to be strictly looking at form as opposed to weight. So shoulders for me was form. So yes, we were, you are definitely much closer than you've ever been when it, in terms of those workouts. However, that day is not a good depiction of that because I was going on a lower weight to to increase my form on these exercises however that's not diminishing your improvements yeah. i was gonna say fair, just... fair enough but also the next day i did do the pull-ups with less less assistance even more yes and yes and that i'm very proud of you i'm still waiting for you to be able to do it without the assistance i'm working and on it it's, it's i know you there. are it's it's taken a while it trust me i know it takes a long time and 
For me, I really think that my favorite workout of the day was the dumbbell bench press because my dumbbell bench press, I decided to push myself a lot further than I have in a long time. And I did it with 70 pounds each hand. Ooh. See, I can, um, I can lift 70 pounds up in a farmer's carry. I don't think you lift it for a dumbbell press. Yeah, it was, it was painful, but I, I got through it. I did, uh, I think it was, I did my other sets. I did them at 50 and 55. And then I decided my last set to do 70 and I did one set at 70. I think I did seven or eight reps. Like my arms um, are just listening to what you're telling me. <laughs> <laughs> and oh man, that was a, that was a good workout day. So, you oh. know. What, you want to talk about good workout days? Yeah, yeah. I, I know that you had a really intense day. So, um, Brad it was Brad opened that on uh, one of our days, but he couldn't make it because there was car trouble. Don't oh, we'll get into it later someday, maybe. But so I was I was covering for him that morning. Except I also was covering for our other coworker on the clothing shift. <laughs> like, they, he was. He said, like, a week ago, I can't make it. Can one of you guys? And we're like, fine, I got you. So, I'm, yeah. I'm also working that day. Regular, my regular job. So, I went to the gym, opened it up, got all the equipment out, went home, showered, went to work, went to work, then did a workout, and closed the gym. All at once, it wasn't that bad, like, during... The next day. It's the I, next day that gets yeah, you. Yeah, the next day. I should, probably shouldn't have worked out, but they had me you get know, there really early, and there's, like, nothing else to do but work yeah, out. Yeah, I, I get that. I get that. And, you know, I was still feeling, like, pumped up and strong from the day, you know? Like, like I was still, I was still solid. Then I brought all the equipment in, and I was still solid. Yeah, I and get that. I woke up the next day, and I was shattered. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm still, uh, you know, with with our schedule working at the gym, it is it's it's both a, a help and a hindrance. So like, there are days where it kind of helps you get ready for the day and get ready for your workout, but there are other days where you just feel it just from unloading, unloading and loading up the the equipment. Now, I I feel like working at the gym has definitely increased what we are capable of doing but i also think that it is decreasing our like our psyche to want to go to the gym because now it's kind of like the gym isn't just a place of sanctuary it is also employment so to me like sometimes it's like do i really want to go back to the gym i work there you know what i mean but at the same time i absolutely love working there and i absolutely love working out and it's 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 kind of hard sometimes. Well, for me, since mostly what I do is closing, it basically just becomes part an extra of your time workout. To, yeah, yeah, it becomes part of the time to work out because I well, I'll, at the end of the day is when I go for the most part. Yeah, and I have been able to work out all day up until that point usually. Yeah. Now, also, also keep in mind, Isaac. Uh, there was something else I wanted to say. So uh, we are going to be doing another swole juice review next next uh, episode. Oh, awesome. Uh, so I think we'll be doing it the same way. I kind of enjoyed doing it that way. Uh, this is going to be um, a BCAA. Yeah, I know what that means. Uh, branch chain amino acid. I don't know yes. what else that means, but I know what that acronym means. <laughs> the, the building blocks of protein, essentially, okay, and okay. muscles. Um, 
Uh, so I think we're going to do a BCAA, and I think we might do it kind of the same way, but at the same time, when it comes to BCAAs, they are easy. They are not like a pre-workout where we drink it and we have to go and feel the results. So uh, I'll leave it up to you if you want to do it the same way we did it, where we kind of recorded our thoughts on it and then came in and recorded the episode, or we can just do it together as we used to do. Um... Either or, like if you wanted, if you want to do a workout with, um, well, it doesn't have to be. It's not a pre-workout, so we can just, Mm-mm. you can just hand me it. I'll make it at home. You make it at home, and have like that. Yep. The only other uh, swole juice that we may be doing the way that we did the pre-workout might be if we do some protein powder. And the reason That's I true. say that is because then when we're done with our workout we can mix the protein powder go in our car get out our phone record our thoughts on this protein powder and then come in and actually record the episode that's right i feel like though there wouldn't need to be much to say we would just be rating out in the flavor honestly yeah but if we do that like the day before or something we could also say okay i was less sore than i thought it would be that might oh not... i didn't i didn't know it was going to be the day before like that oh no i'm saying if we did it the day before you could say okay yeah, no, we can, that, that would work because then we get the after effect yeah there's there's a lot of things that we can discuss about that but i think it is time for us to move into the nerdiness move into the pokemon move into the vigi games and movies so isaac before we really talk about, I know you have some notes on what we were talk- wanted to talk about. Have you been keeping up with your Pokemon Go? I actually have. I've been catching one Pokemon a day at least and sending some gifts where I can. Yes. I really have been enjoying the new updates to Pokemon Go and also uh, the whole idea where you can have the buddy that collects candy and the eggs hatch while you aren't playing the game. That is also a good motivation for to go on your runs because you are basically playing the game while you're doing your run. Uh, I always found that really entertaining. And I know that you've been doing some things when it comes to other Pokemon games. So, I mentioned how I did, I did the Pokedex, or last last episode I think I mentioned the Pokedex to you, and then yes. the very next day I told you I completed it. Yeah, yeah, you you son of a bitch. <laughs> hey, all the Pokemon were already in the box. They actually had to put them in the game for the unlock. I, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, it was kind of annoying to pick and choose out of, like, the thousand... Literally, like, I have over 2,000 fucking Pokemon in my Pokemon home. That's too many. <laughs> well, There's like, never too many Pokemon, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, and, like, a I, lot I, of them I, I are just you. rejects when I was breeding for Shinies, I'll be honest. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, I've gotten to a point where the... The odds for getting a shiny are the lowest they can be, and that's what I've been doing for a lot of my time right now. I've just been breeding and breeding for shinies. But you know how grindy that is, Red. I can only imagine. So, so like, I I definitely am a huge Pokemon fan, and I've played a lot of the games. I never really got into the breeding or the com- competitive nature of Pokemon. To me, Pokemon was always something for more relaxing. I know that you use it for in a relaxing way but you also kind of do it in a competitive manner i can i was very proud of myself for being a like a good breeder of stats for my friends yeah and so they kind of started giving me stuff to breed for them like here's one with a shiny with a hidden ability read me a better one or here's someone with an egg move read me a better one and i would just do it and now I have a collection of, like, Pokemon with hidden abilities and rare egg moves that are awesome. But, you know the odds for getting a shiny as low as I can? 
Isn't it some... It, I know it's, like, close to, like, 1 in 800 or 1,000, right? Normally, but I was able to get it to, like, 1 in 500 and something. Which... That's... that's significantly better. <laughs> that's a but, lot of grinding. Yeah, have you ever... You ever... You ever hatched, like, 500 eggs, Brad? Uh, nope. Takes a while. Takes a very long time. But... Oh, I can only imagine. Like, what's great about this generation more than others is I only have to worry about getting the shiny, basically. Because I can patch up any deficiencies, like, in their stats or their nature, or even now mm -hmm. with their abilities, with all the in-game items you can get. It takes a lot of grinding even more. Of course. So you want to start with a good place. You want to start with, like, a already decent Pokemon. Mm-hmm. But, oh my god, like, it's just... I'm literally, for half the day... I am pressing my joysticks in the same direction to make my character go in a circle on a bike over and over <laughs> and over. And as soon as all those eggs in my party hatch, and I see that not one is the shiny, release, 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 release. Okay, next batch, let's go. Oh my god. I can only hatch five eggs at a time. And when the rate is like one in 500 and something, and you only hatch five, it takes a while, Brad. Oh yeah, of course. And... I really wish that I, I could get a little more time to play some Pokemon, but I have been getting a little bit of time here and there to do some Mario Kart. You you need to up your training, because I think the only reason you were able to win was because I was throwing shells at King Boo, King of the Boos. Yeah, I'm working on it. I need to take out King Boo, King of the Boos on my own, essentially. But oh, wait, there is one game that I've been looking into that's been on the TV a lot, or YouTube ads or whatever, so you might have seen yeah. it. Watchdog Legion. What do you know about it? Okay, so I've seen a few ads for it, not really a lot, so I don't really know anything about it at all. I just know that it takes place in the same universe as Watch Dogs and which is the same universe as Assassin's Creed. I actually don't know if they're the shared continuity. It's same developers, Ubisoft. No, it is a shared continuity. Is it? For sure? Yeah, there is an there is um in Watch Dogs there is a mission where you have to, like, kill somebody. And that person is somebody who is in charge of the Assassin's Creed, like the, the, what's it called? The Templar? I can't remember, but he's one of the people that's in charge of, like, the, the organization that has, like, the, you know, like, you go into the chamber to, like, relive the memories. It's, like, the guy who's yeah, in charge okay. of that building. Okay, and you yeah, kill no. him in Assassin's Creed. And actually, in one of the Assassin's Creed games, he, like, leaves to go on a meeting, and it says the city, and that's the city in Watch Dogs where you kill him. And then after that, you never see him again in, uh... After he goes to that city, you never see him again in uh, Assassin's Creed. Oh, that's dope. See, I never... Like, I got Watch Dogs, the first one, when it was free on Games with Gold. But I never Now, also, real it. quick... I could have gotten, like, something in that switched around, but I'm pretty sure it's Watch Dogs kills the guy. I can't, you know. Well, either way. But, like, from the first two, it, it kind of felt like a budget Assassin's Creed, where instead of being stealthy, you had to be hacky instead. Yeah. But what I what got what caught my attention for Legion was there's no singular protagonist. Any NPC you encounter, almost any NPC, like any non-enemy NPC you encounter in the game, you can potentially recruit to be a character you can use for your legion, basically. 
Hmm. Kind of like the uh, State of Decay system worked, where like any survivor you found, you had a chance of recruiting. I kind of like that system because it makes every playthrough you go through feel somewhat unique. Yeah. Like these are randomly generated characters. Oh, sh shoot. <laughs> Sorry about that. Stop dropping your mic. These are randomly generated characters with like um, copy and paste like images and backstories basically. Yes. But they're still somewhat unique every time. And you, there's no guarantee you're ever going to find a character exactly like the one you have. So I really like Th the... That's um, really interesting. To it. Yeah. yeah, I like that idea. Uh, and I think that, honestly, I feel like that's going to be a very, really uh, fun game to play. Um, yeah, and I know you, that you... If you wanted to get a better character, you... Too bad. You got what you got, and if yeah. you wanted it better, you had to grind it with that character. Yeah, and... I know there's um, there's other video games that we've discussed before, but I know that there's some news coming out about the Mass Effect. Uh, okay, world. so yeah, we, we we already talked about the rumors surrounding it, but you know what? Dreams do come true. Now it's fully confirmed. We have the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. It'll be a while. It'll, it's going to be a long while to get. But we have all three of the original games, Mass Effect 1, Mass Effect 2, and Mass Effect 3. Mm -hmm. All improved for like the current gen, and all with their DLC for the standard price of sixty dollars. Now that is worth it, in my opinion. That that sounds like it'll be pretty good. Now is that going to be on the next gen consoles? I believe so. Like the the way they're doing it now, it's like if you buy it on this gen, it's still compatible next gen, mm -hmm. and I feel like it'll still be you know valid, especially since it's not gonna it's not coming out yet. And yeah. next gen's now, though it's probably gonna be for both. I guess we'll have to wait and see, honestly. I mean, I know that there are gonna be plenty of games that are gonna be compatible on both generations. I really wanna get the Xbox Series X. Really want it. I really want it. I want it. Um, but I don't think it's gonna be in my budget. I did have some money set aside for it, but you know, things happen. Things happen. And uh, I probably won't be able to get one maybe till like February, March, maybe even around my birthday. Uh, but that, you know, that's that's just Might get what a better it deal, is. honestly. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, but that's just what it is. Right now, there's just a few things that I definitely need to buy. Um, I'm probably gonna need to be getting a new phone sometime soon because with my new job, I'm using my phone constantly. The screen is always on because I need the GPS running, and it's starting to take a toll on its performance. Uh, just constantly being used, constantly having to be charged, constantly being on. Do you, do you have to have the screen on all the time, or can it just, like, give you the updates as you drive? Um, I... It doesn't give me... The screen doesn't turn back on or off. Um, so it'll it'll say what's happening, but I won't be able to see it. And sometimes I'm pretty visual with that, you know what I mean? So, since the screen doesn't turn on whenever it's off to show me the directions uh it's just easier to have the screen on like for me i, I if i turn my screen off the not it pops up as notifications turn left here turn right here so it's not that but i know what you mean because i didn't do that before i had to learn to do that with my last phone i kept yeah. that screen on the entirety of the time because i could charge it and have it play through the audio at the same time yeah it had, it had those two ports Mm -hmm. So for me, that just worked. But then when I would take it off the little car mount there, it'd be burning hot. I'm like, 
that yeah. doesn't seem good. Yeah, it's it's just it's not a very good thing. So and also let's face it, phones. We were talking about Pokemon Go. Phones are another great source of video games, and a lot. I know a lot of people look at phones like oh. How can you say it's a good source for video games? Well, you know what? Sometimes we don't really have time to sit down with a console and play. Phones, I can do certain games. I can be on it for two minutes, play a game real quick, and get off. Yeah, like, they've, they've evolved from where they were. Like, you yeah. know the game Among Us? Yes. So, it's free on mobile, and it works exactly the same way as on PC. Small screen. Like, yeah. And, to be fair, it's a simple game, but... The functionality is there for both. Like games yeah, are just getting like phones are getting better, which means they can run better and better games. Yeah, and the, but you know, let's face it, a phone is an added expense, and it's almost a necessity right now in our world. Oh yeah, and, like if you don't have a phone, then what are you doing with your life? Yeah, and it's just kind of like a matter of you know, I I know I always hear the argument Android or iPhone. Um, I personally, I know you do iPhone. I like iPhones, but every time I've used one, I've never liked the interface. I prefer an Android interface, but I would like an iPhone, if that makes sense. It's just I wish the interface on an iPhone was more like the interface on an Android. It's well, really you, weird. You're used to the Android, though. No, well, no, it's even before that. Before I even had a, a smartphone, um, my friends had smartphones long before I did. And I would play around on, you know, some of my friends had Android, some had iPhone. And I just never really liked the interface on an iPhone. I know it's it's improved definitely since the last time I've used them, but just to me, I prefer an Android. It, it is what it is. Um, also, I have like all of my like my Zombies Run account is all through Google Play right now. So. Oh yeah, so that you would lose all. I mean, I guess you could keep the phone and that for. Music yeah, and it wouldn't it, would, it wouldn't work that well. But you know, let's let's move on. Um, there's definitely a lot of new movie shows, and I know the big thing that oh. has come out is season two of The Mandalorian. I know okay. you've already watched the episodes I've, that have come where out. We, I have where not. We okay, okay. So uh, as um as spoiler free as I can make it for you, Brad. Yes. I can tell you this. Watch it. Oh, okay. Watch it. Go spoiler watch it now. Free. Um, I've heard a few things about it. Um, I, I keep seeing random headlines, but I refuse to read the articles because I actually want to watch it and enjoy it myself. Um, and that also kind of leads me into uh, Warhammer real quick. Uh, I've been listening to the Warhammer audiobooks. Uh, we already talked about Eisenhorn. I'm currently listening to another series, Warhammer audiobooks, called The Beast Arises. And... Oh, you know, speaking of, like, the franchises we kind of love, yeah. I found this really cool... Um... Um, YouTube uh, series called the um, Templin Institute. Okay. They go through like a bunch of different series and explain the lore behind it. Like there's Warhammer videos, there's Star Wars videos, there's like Star Trek videos. There was... That sounds else? really interesting. I'm all about that. Yeah, like they, they had the different organizations, they had different characters and backgrounds for them. And it's all like as if you're doing a, data, a database they built of different parallel universes. That's how they explain it. Hmm. They monitor different universes and tell you relevant information about that. that that's, that's a the, really cool concept. Yeah, that's that's the gimmick for them. Like, they're monitoring from a parallel universe, and this is the information they have for you about that. And also now, there are now... Marvel is now producing Warhammer comic books. Oh, that's interesting, because more people will notice the Marvel... And they'll 
like if they wouldn't have noticed Warhammer if not for Marvel, possibly, like in that sense. Yeah, and like, I, I really to it. so Warhammer has always been kind of a big thing. They've always had deals with other companies to make certain things. Like there's Warhammer Monopoly, which I never saw coming. There's Warhammer Risk, I never saw that coming. Oh, and I now saw Warhammer. Risk Once now I saw Warhammer, Monopoly, I saw Risk. Yeah. Now Warhammer is going into the realm of comic books. Right now they're only making comic books for a certain faction uh, known as Space Marines. I could talk about lore on this shit for hours, so we aren't going to get deep into it. But I'm really curious to see if they're going to start making comic books for the other factions and like the Xenos armies and the other armies of the Imperium. I, I really kind of want to see that. And I also want to see if they start going into Age of Sigmar, which is kind of like Warhammer fantasy, where it's like knights and elves and stuff like that and i kind of want to see if they'll start making comics for that genre as well i mean when you talk about a company as big as games workshop who produces warhammer you're bound to get these spin-off things from different companies that are also big if not bigger and we see are seeing that now with marvel yeah um, like the marvel like has a lot of for lack of a better word, street cred and nerdier circles. So people who might not have known anything about Warhammer will see that and maybe click on it and be hooked. And I'm really curious to see if this is going to give us a better chance of seeing a Warhammer TV show or a Warhammer movie in the future. I feel like it. this is... I think through Marvel is the better chance of it becoming more mainstream. You know I'm saying? Yeah. And I also uh, I also find it really interesting that with uh, so now that means that Marvel produces Warhammer comic books and Star Wars comic books, which are two of our things. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it would be very easy to come up with a reason why those two would interact somehow. Oh Have yeah, one universe go through a random space portal, bam, you're in the other one. Well, well, and even that, even that, take. Warhammer takes place in our current galaxy. Oh. So if Star Wars takes place in another galaxy far, far away, it is very possible for Star Wars and Warhammer to somehow meet. That would, oh, as much as I love Star Wars, they would be out, they would be out of their depth. I I love Star Wars too, and I think uh, if the Imperium of Man were to yeah, they would be a little the Star out of Wars depth. universe. The Imperium of Man would crush the Star Wars universe beneath its boot heel as a space marine conquering a planet. Like yeah, like the the only Star Wars denizens would have a chance if they weren't so busy killing each other. Like, if they stood united... You can argue the same thing in the Warhammer universe, though. <laughs> if they were yeah, so but, busy killing each other. Yeah, but then you give them one... Co you, give the, you give the Space Marines one common target, that common target's gone. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's done. And, and you could even have the chapters of Space Marines, like the Dark Angels can go after the New Republic, and the uh, Ultramarines could go after the Sith. Well, yeah, like, like the it, Imperial fists are just storming Cloud City. Like, yeah, it, it'd be over. Like, it, the only chance they'd have if they were all united, and it, it took like three different trilogies, and it's still not united. Yeah. So, so that kind of before we end this, I do want to talk really quickly a little bit about Star Wars, not necessarily Mandalorian, but it does kind of have something to do with Mandalorian. Do you feel like now with the success of the Mandalorian, 
the success of finally closing the Skywalker saga. Uh, do you feel like the next step for Star Wars is to start another saga movie series? Probably not, at least not anytime soon, because they're focusing really on expanding the universe as is right now. Mm -hmm. And like I told you, like in terms of like novels and comics in that realm, they're trying to take it back to like for the rise of the Empire and the fall of the Republic. So like the golden years of the Empire mm -hmm. back when it was still growing and expanding and you know, Jedi Knights were actually useful rather than sitting in a temple all day meditating. Yeah, no bitterness there. Just saying. <laughs> I I really think that it it is going to be interesting as they start to expand on the Star Wars canon. It's more and... like Jedi Knights acting on the frontier because mm -hmm. all the colonized planets you see at the at the in the movies the yeah the original trilogy those weren't colonized. So like oh so this is really interesting. I'm sorry I hate to cut you off on this, but uh so the start of the warhammer book that i'm currently reading slash listening to in my car um is about the imperium of man facing uh the beast which is an orc uh, a very very powerful orc this is this all takes place before the inquisition split into different sects so this is before the inquisition had uh the xenos particular inquisitors who would hunt xenos and learn about xenos at this point in the lore the inquisition is only focused on the destroying the enemy of man which is chaos okay so this what i'm currently listening to takes place probably hundred thousand years or so before the events that take place in inquisitor martyr okay so it's kind of it's kind of the same concept of this is Yes, that's why, stories, why wanted, power that's why I wanted begin. to make the connection because this is this is an older book, obviously, um, but it is still much deeper into the lore and further back in the lore. And I'm also very excited, like you said, they're probably going to be doing that with Star Wars. I'm very excited to see how that is going to play out with Star Wars, especially because we were talking. We've talked about this where canon, what used to be canon, is no longer canon. It's legends, and now a new canon is kind of being built. Yeah. And you have to think that's like 30 plus years of canon that is gone. Yeah, I'm interested what Marvel will do to Warhammer if that'll create a new canon or if it'll just be more stories in the same, like, very expansive universe, let's be honest. Huge. Yes. I, and, I believe, like, I believe that Marvel is doing this under the direction of um, Games Workshop, so it is still canon in the Games Workshop lore. Like now, I'm curious because as as anyone who's been somewhat familiar with Warhammer can tell you, it's pretty gruesome, and it's oh, yeah. a little bit more gruesome than what Marvel usually does for their yes. like other media. In comics, they're gruesome. I don't know. You see, have you seen Marvel Zombies? They get they get serious. Yeah, I mean the whole thing is the world of Warhammer. It's grim, dark. Yeah, it's and you know it's it's very gritty all that stuff and i think that it's it's a very big departure from the idea of star wars star wars there are dark elements to it but when you look at star wars as a whole it's kind of like neat and clean and there's a level of like fairy tale fantasy to it that can mm -hmm. kind of wipe away the worst of the oh that guy just got beheaded moving on yeah whereas like in warhammer it's like oh that guy just got beheaded 
oh, that guy just got beheaded. Oh, that yeah. guy just beheaded. <laughs> it's kind of like comparing Lord of the Rings to Game of Thrones. They're yeah. both excellent. They're both excellent. I prefer Lord of the Rings. That's, but that's in, a smoother, in, more civilized, and yeah, lack but of in our story, yeah, in, in our analogy, Lord of the Rings is like Star Wars, and then, <laughs> you know what I mean. So it's just, it's very interesting, and I really am intrigued to see how Marvel is going to do these comics, because you're right, it is a departure from the norm of popular comics. Now, is it all going to be very grimdark? Are they going to kind of like put their own spin to make it a little bit cleaner? I don't know, but I know they're doing it under the direction of Games Workshop. They're, they're no strangers to, to dark, gritty stories like Marvel Zombies or like Planet Hulk or... The Punisher. Oh, Punisher, yeah. Punisher. Like, um, what, Hell Rider? Crazy or, man, he is. is Ghost it, Rider. Is it Hell? Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. Hell Rider. <laughs> I was just picturing the Flaming Skull and I was like, Hell Rider, that makes sense. It does, yeah. honestly. And to be honest, he is kind of... Well... I mean, depending on the continuity, he's different. So, let's not worry about that. But yeah, they, they have more fantasy characters and more fantastic characters that aren't necessarily as gruesome and bloody as others. Even Wolverine. You know, you don't see too much of him actually, yeah. like, all the blood that, you know those claws would cause. Oh, yeah. So now, I really feel like this is a discussion that we could have a whole episode about, and I think that we should shelve this discussion talking about marvel and warhammer and star wars and their comparisons and like how they'll all play out i think this is definitely something we should talk about in the next episode yeah. so we can get a little bit more into it but we are kind of at our time um guys oh, thank you are. so much for sticking oh, wow. with us thank you so much for sticking with the craziness that we're doing um every other week it's made our lives a little bit easier uh, kind of harder at the same time because now it's a little bit harder for us to organize when we actually record. <laughs> yeah, plus but, you like you've picked up a lot more stuff to do. Yeah, but it's it you know thank you so much for sticking with us, guys. If you haven't already followed us on Instagram and Facebook, please do so. Super Swole Bros um, on uh, I believe Instagram or just Super Swole Bros. I can't remember. I'm uh, a terrible uh, Super Swole Brothers on Instagram. Sorry and uh check it out there that's mostly where you'll get most of the updates from us um also check out the other podcasts that i'm part of brews and reviews uh we just recorded quite a few episodes they're coming out and it's been a lot of fun um isaac we should discuss a little bit more figure out what we're going to talk about next episode and yeah we can we we meant to record yesterday or no the day before that but yeah we forgot just, about it and... yes yeah. <laughs> Like, a lot of things are happening, so yeah. very, very understandable on our end. Uh, so, As we've said, yeah. it's been a hectic week. Yeah, so let's kind of get our notes together, figure out what we're going to talk about next time. And guys, thank you so much for listening to us. Until next time, this is the Super Swole Bros. Signing out.